Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 207. I prayed today for a soul in agony who was dying without the holy sacraments, although she desired them, but it was already too late. It was a relative of mine, my uncle's wife. She was a soul pleasing to God. There was no distance between us at that moment. O oh, you small, everyday sacrifices, you are to me like wild flowers which I strew over the feet of my beloved Jesus. I sometimes compare these trifles to the heroic virtues, and that is because their enduring nature demands heroism. In my sufferings, I do not seek help from creatures, but God is everything to me. And yet, it often seems that even the Lord does not hear me. I arm myself with patience and silence, like a dove that does not complain and feels no bitterness when its children are being taken away from it. I want to soar into the very heat of the sun, and I do not want to stop in its vapors. I will not grow weary because it is on you that I am leaning, O you, my strength. I fervently beg the Lord to strengthen my faith, so that in my drab, everyday life, I will not be guided by human dispositions, but by those of the Spirit. O oh, how everything drags man towards the earth! But lively faith maintains the soul in the higher regions, and assigns self-love its proper place, that is to say, the lowest one. Once again, a terrible darkness envelops my soul. It seems to me that I am falling prey to illusions. When I went to confession to obtain some light and peace, I did not find these at all. The confessor left me with even more doubts than I had before. He said to me, I cannot discern what power is at work in you, sister. Perhaps it is God, and perhaps it is the evil spirit. When I left the confessional, I started to think about his words. The longer I did so, the deeper my soul sank into darkness. Jesus, what am I to do? When Jesus approached me with kindness, I was frightened. Are you really Jesus? On the one hand, I am drawn by love and on the other, by fear. What torture! I cannot describe it. When I went to confession again, I got the answer, I do not understand you, sister. It would be better if you did not come to me for confession. Oh my God, I have to do such violence to myself before I say anything about my spiritual life, and here I am getting this answer, Sister, I do not understand you. When I left the confessional, a multitude of torments oppressed me. I went before the Blessed Sacrament and said, Jesus, save me. You see how weak I am. Then I heard these words, I will give you help during the retreat before the vows. Encouraged by these words, I began to go forward without asking anyone's advice. 
but I distrusted myself so much that I made up my mind to put an end to the doubts once and for all. I therefore looked forward with special eagerness to the retreat before perpetual vows. But even for many days before the retreat, I kept on asking God to give light to the priest who would hear my confession, so that he could say once and for all either yes or no. And I thought to myself, I'll be set at peace once and for all. But I continued to worry whether anyone would be willing to hear me out concerning all these matters. And yet again, I decided not to think about all this and to put my trust in the Lord. The words that continued to ring in my ears were during the retreat. Everything is now ready. Tomorrow morning we are leaving for Krakow for the retreat. Today I entered the chapel to thank the Lord for the countless graces he has bestowed on me during these five months. My heart was deeply touched at the thought of so many graces and so much care on the part of the superiors. My daughter, be at peace. I am taking all these matters upon myself. I will arrange all things with your superiors and with the confessor. Speak to Father Andras with the same simplicity and confidence with which you speak to me. In this passage, St. Faustina prayed for her aunt who was dying. Even though she wasn't able to receive the sacraments before death, Jesus used St. Faustina to prepare her because she was a soul who was very pleasing to God. And Faustina said that there was no distance between them at that moment. It seems that at times our Lord also gave St. Faustina the gift of bilocation to be with a dying soul. Faustina writes here an ode to small everyday sacrifices. They are easy to overlook, but can have an important value in the spiritual life. But we must persevere and continue to offer these sacrifices to the Lord. Faustina writes of God's apparent absence at times. Of course, he is never absent, but sometimes he is silent, and he seems to be absent. So she even offers up that lack of consolation. Faustina prays to be led by the, along the right path. It is so easy in this world to be led astray by so many things, so we should offer the same prayer. And then St. Faustina has a confessor, probably one of the usual ones in Warsaw, who couldn't discern whether her inspirations were coming from the evil one or from the Lord. So he left her very confused. Our Lord promised to help her in the retreat before her final vows, and he did, by sending her the Jesuit, Father Andras, who discerned her soul very well. Her prayer was to ask the Lord to send light to the priest who would hear her confession on the retreat, and the Lord answered that prayer. St. Faustina's faith was tried at times, but the Lord always gave her the spiritual help she needed to complete her mission but she was called upon to constantly be praying and relying on the Lord. She, didn't, she, she realized she could not rely on herself. An important lesson for all of us. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.